Welcome to another episode of We Don't Die. I'm your host, Sandra Champlain, author of the book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And coming to us from Brazil today, we have Sonia Rinaldi. Sonia is co-founder and research director of IPATI, which spelled as I-P-A-T-I, and the English translation means the Institute of Advanced Research on Instrumental Transcommunication. She is the author of 17 books and has been participating in research on instrumental transcommunication for over 28 years, getting the best results in the world, both in trans images and voices. Sonia is recording clear voices of people in the afterlife, people on the earth plane who are unable to speak because of nonverbal autism, Lou Gehrig's disease, dementia, and other such maladies, and unborn children. She is the pioneer in using computers to record trans contacts and introduced new devices into the field of trans communication, such as the telephone, cellular phone, and Skype. Sonia communicates with a team of researchers, engineers, and scientists in another realm at what they call the Brazilian Station, using a clearly defined procedure. These recordings are crystal clear. Sonia will be one of the people speaking at the upcoming Afterlife Research and Education Symposium, September 15th through 17th in Scottsdale, Arizona, and will play some of these recordings for the attendees. And you can research and register for the symposium at afterlifestudies.org. And you can go to her website at www dot i-p-a-t-i dot org to find out more. Sonia Rinaldi, welcome to We Don't Die Radio. Thank you very much, Sandra. Uh, just a word before we start, I would like to apologize for my mistakes in English, for the accent and everything, but I'll do my best to be clear. Well, there's no need to apologize because I don't <laughs> Thank speak... You. Portuguese, and I appreciate all you do, and I appreciate you taking the time to spend this hour with us. Thank you. I remember, Sonia, it was, I don't remember, 2003 or four that I saw you speak in Atlanta at an afterlife conference, and I heard some of the recordings from then, and I couldn't believe that someone is doing what you are doing. So I am very grateful for you today. Oh, I thank you for the opportunity to talk to you and your listeners. And if I may, may be of any help with what I learned all these years, uh, it would be my pleasure to share with you and your listeners. Yes, I appreciate it. If you could give us your story, how did you start working in the field of trying to get communication with the afterlife? Okay. Uh, basically, uh, there are two reasons for persons uh, to be interested in life after death. Or uh, the person lost someone who loved or has a scientific interest in discovering if there is anything else besides the reality that we can see and touch. Obviously, that the first group is the 95% of all the persons who is interested in the theme, but I belong to the second group. By the time I started uh, being interested in, in instrumental transcommunication, I didn't had to lose anyone. Uh, the main reason why I got involved was the necessity of believing in something which could make sense rationally. This is something very important for me. And about th th 30 years ago, I heard that persons in Europe were registering voices of deceased ones in tape recorders. And then I thought, well, this is something. Let's see if this is real. And then I decided to start my own recordings. That was as I began. Fantastic. And when you first hear, heard voices on your recordings, were you skeptical? Did you believe? Oh, it was, in truth, something funny. Because um, 
uh, by that time, 30 years ago, there was no instructions, no um, guidance for the beginners. So I, I decided to start by my own, by as my intuitions. And so uh, I, I, I decided to, to make one recording once a week. And for two long years, I didn't listen to anything. I was so upset because I said, oh, come on, this is not real. And then I said, decided, well, I'll make my last trial and end. That same afternoon when I recorded, I listened many, many times the radio, from the radio, speaking directly from the radio, the word water, water, water. And I said, wow, this is a communication because obviously no uh, radio show would be speaking uh, so many times the word water. Right. So I said, wow, uh, now I have something. But I, later I perceived that the problem was not that they were not speaking. Possibly they were. The problem is that I didn't know what I was looking for. So that was my beginning. And it's amazing that on the last day when you were going to finish, give it up, is when you got the water. Yes, it is true. <laughs> wow. And then what happened? Well, um, I think that in these uh, long 30 years, I saw um, what sounds for me very slow, but from who sees uh, from outside that it is not that slow. But I saw a, a, a real development. And obviously, I insist that uh, this is not do it to me, but do it to the goodness of our spiritual friends uh, who really makes the, the communication to function. So I say always that the ITC experimentator is the least important part of the game. You know, our task is very simple. It is something like to turn on and turn off buttons while the real communication is done by by the other side, right? So yes. uh, at the beginning, let's say that nearly for 15 years, I was just in touch with the deceased ones. I had the opportunity to help many, 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 many mothers who lost their children. It is important to say that I never charged for anything. Wonderful. All I have done was free. Uh, my objective was really to help them uh, to diminish their pain and so on. And so these uh, first years, um, uh, just uh, recording voices. Uh, but in the beginning, I was also using the tape records and so on. Then I discovered the computer and changed it to it. And I, I noticed that uh, um, uh, I, I, I thought that the communication of uh, with the deceased ones was just what we could do. But later, I discovered that no. Instrumental transcommunication is much, much, much more than to speak to the deceased ones. And um, after some 15 years, uh, I received a, 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 a sentence recorded asking me to add a video camera. And by that time, I didn't know uh, how I should do, right. uh, how would I, I would use it. But I bought one and uh, uh, trusted in my intuition and started recording. And then I uh, started, let's say, what could see, but it could seem um, second phases when not only I was in touch with the deceased ones who was speaking from my station, uh, transmission station in beyond, but also with higher beings, which much more knowledge. Uh, which made possible the, tra the, the, the transmission of images because there is a, a very clear um, uh, separation between the communication with vo via voices and via voices. Uh, via voices is something a little bit simpler than to do with the images from the other, other side. Uh, the transmission of images 
implies in in the man management of photons of light so it is it requires knowledge that we human beings are not even close so i perceive that in these second phases i was in touch with higher beings that uh, intended to help the communication to make it stronger not only bring the voices but also images to reinforce the communication and to diminish the pain of those parents who lost their children. Oh, wow. Now, let me ask you, were you recording the video and the sound and then to hear the voices, you would play them back? Or was this happening in live time that you could hear the voices coming through? No, uh, these two different phenomena uh, are different in the procedures. Uh, the images, the trans images, yes, are recorded and we can see it live. We can see everything that is happening, all the apparitions coming. And many times we just don't see everything because our brain is not prepared to the velocity that they use. So, uh, uh, so image, yes, we can see in real time, but voices, no. Still, we have to put the questions, record everything, and listen uh, later. Could you, Sonia, give us an example of what you mean? Like if you had a parent there, would they ask questions and then leave a pause or blank space and then ask another question? Yes, um, I have been doing in so many ways. Let's say, for instance, that we would record um, f with a mother who lost who lost a child and uh, is from another state in Brazil, uh, far away, let's say. Or, uh, uh, for instance, let's say that the person is in Rio de Janeiro and I am in Sao Paulo. And then I uh, this mother would phone to my telephone and I would prepare a sound source convenient for the the boy let's say that that it is a boy uh, the CZD one uh, to speak and the mother would uh, start speaking to the child uh, and the child would be replying and we would be I would be recording the conversation via telephone so that later uh, the mother could see uh, listen to all the answers that the, the child gave to her during the phone call. This is one way, you know, but there are uh, also using cell phones uh, or Skype or uh, present uh, here in presence. There are many ways to record, but it could be like this. That is incredible. How yeah, many, so. <laughs> how many parents, I mean, at some days you've had several hundred haven't you, that you've worked with? I mean, there's been many. Maybe I'm wrong about the numbers. But you've worked with many people in the past 28 years. Yes. In truth, a thousand parents looked for me and I helped. Uh, I, uh, each recording it depends on how long we record. Let's say that if I record for 20 minutes, you, we can expect about 80 or 90 replies wow. so it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot in, in each conversation so it, it is a lot of work for me for instance uh, uh, if I uh, once I recorded with uh, a, a little girl of three years old and um, I recorded for 23 minutes with her mother in presence here in my lab and uh, the little girl uh, registered 217 replies. So uh, it was extremely lots of um, replies. And uh, it is what's important for me is that uh, they say things that only the parents know and mainly that I don't know. Uh, and it, uh, important information that they can can give. For instance, in this particular case that I was mentioning, uh, the little girl was called Amanda. Uh, and uh, Amanda, with three years old, uh, she said to her mother that she would return after 
her brother come. By the time her mother wasn't uh, uh, um, uh, thinking of having any baby at all because she was uh, suffering a lot with uh, the loss of Amanda. Yes. And yes. Uh, uh, even so, we, she understood that she would have a baby. This would be a boy. And then would come Amanda again because she said, I will come back after my brother. So, you see, this was an important information. And in fact, uh, one year later, more or less, her mother got pregnant and had a boy. So, I think this is nice. It is a good information, you know. Yes. And the parents, can they hear? Can they hear as well as you can hear what is being said? Well, um, yes, I think so. That. Presently, mainly, um, I think that um, uh, the transmissions are nearly uh, very close to the perfection. Uh, for instance, um, I recently uh, recorded, but with a living boy. And this is another story, you know. Yes. And, <laughs> and uh, uh, then after I record... Uh, in the case of this uh, boy, it, uh, there was a total of um, 77, uh, if I remember, replies. So all the replies, all the recordings, the files are sent to an engineer, a friend of mine, who is a volunteer in our institute. And he uh, sent it to t 20 or 30 persons to listen and to uh, evaluate and the resolution and how clear are the voices. And uh, for instance, in this case that we're talking uh, of this boy, Enrico, uh, it was said that uh, some 75% was of quality A and B. A, and, uh, A is excellent and B is good. And only a, a few, some 20 or so, were of not clear. So I would say that, yes, parents can listen very clearly. Sonia, you had sent me some of the Enrico files in yes. an email. Is it okay if I play some of them yes, during of this course. interview? Okay. Yes, of course. And uh, Just to mention that he's leave, leaving and uh, this is a very, uh, I think uh, nowadays that these uh, experiments I'm doing with living people, I would say that it is as important as to to discover that uh, deceased ones can speak, because uh, I think that these can represent in future a revolution in medicine when doctors discover that uh, coma patient can speak, uh, all patients can give information. You know, I think that uh, this is a contribution that I, I'm trying to do to people, mankind. Absolutely. Can you describe Enrico so to give people a visual of what Enrico looks like and how old he is? Uh, yes. Uh, well, uh, uh, just to, to clarify, better say that uh, about five years ago, I, I read uh, some articles uh, written about 100 years uh, ago um, by Alan Kardec, who was the the one who um, gathered the all information and created the, the spiritist doc doctrine. And uh, among his articles, very old, uh, more than 100 years ago, he mentioned the, the possibility of uh, the communication of living people, uh, deceased or not, via uh, sensitive uh, communications. By that time, obviously, there was no ITC, instrumental transcommunication yet, but via uh, sensitive uh, mediums uh, as um, uh, intermediating the communication with the living people. Yes. And, yes. and th this sounded very important for me. And then I said, well, if they could speak via mediums, via sensitive, well, they have to to be able to uh, speak via devices too. And then I made my first trial with um, uh, children 
in a city city you in, in hospital uh-huh. city, city. I, I see you uh, no. yes I okay. see you uh, in hospital um, of um, uh, children who could not speak at all they were there for nearly many years already in the hospital and it was amazing uh, what they informed these children informed in the recordings they said for instance uh, that they went to the cinema the the uh, previous afternoon. I said, wow, they went to the cinema. They don't leave the bed at all. And then you start perceiving that, uh, um, in fact, good souls possibly goes to hospital and take these children to take walks out of the hospital uh, in parks, to see other children and uh, to to have some fun. Uh, the spirit, the consciousness is not obliged to be tied to, to the bed, you know. This, this would be cruel. And then, in fact, I, I thought, well, they went to the cinema. This was very interesting. And they gave many other information. And this was my first case. Later, when my father uh, he was uh, with uh, 96 years old uh, and he had senile dementia and um, uh, he was not speaking anymore in his last six months of life. And I made many uh, recordings with him and he gave very interesting information such as uh, the doctor came this morning. And I said, no, no doctor at all came here in my house. Then I said, well, it is a spiritual doctor. What means that uh, for a person's uh, ill, there are spiritual doctors that visit and prepare for the 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 the, the part of the body. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it does uh, something. And my father gave him names. Uh, once I asked him, who is here with you? And he said, Pasquale is here at my side. And I said, well, Pasquale, Pasquale was my uh, uh, deceased uh, um, uh, um, uncle. 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 Yes, uncle, who died 40 years ago, and he was here. So it was, you know, a thing that uh, uh, is uh, very important information for doctors, for medicine in general, you know. I, I, I think it is a... Uh, as important as to speak to the deceased ones. Absolutely. So many people are in coma or a child with autism that can't speak, dementia. I have a friend of mine whose father was, couldn't speak maybe two years before he died. Yeah, it is horrible. Horrible. But to be able to talk to them. Yes, yes, you see. And uh, also, how many persons uh, presently has Alzheimer's? You know, uh, Alzheimer's also person uh, comes to a point that um, uh, he or she doesn't speak uh, anything with sense anymore. And uh, while you're sleeping, uh, the consciousness is perfect. Only the physical brain is damaged. So uh, a person with Alzheimer's, could speak to to the family uh, while he's sleeping and know, inform if he, he is well, if he is not uh, has not pain, um, anything you know. Are there? I'm assuming there is specific information that comes through when people have Alzheimer's or coma, so people know that that is definitely their person. <laughs> Yes, yes, there is uh, uh, how they can do it. Uh, now, uh, returning to Enrico's case uh, that you mentioned some minutes ago, en- Enrico is a, a boy of three years old. He has uh, spinal atrophy, which is a disease that I have never heard until his mother uh, was in touch with me. And uh, 
what happens with these uh, children uh, with uh, spinal atrophy is that the information from the bra brain to the body doesn't go because it it, it would had have to cross the spine and the spine is blocked so information from the brain it doesn't go to the arm to the fingers to the foot so the person doesn't move at all uh, cannot walk cannot sit cannot speak, cannot do anything, you know. It is a very horrible disease. And um, I made a, a recording with Enrico while he was sleeping. And uh, her mother uh, informed me that um, in a certain moment he was sleeping already, and I started recording. And uh, he spoke many, many things, uh, information that... Uh, his mother could um, uh, clarify later. For instance, he said that um, he loved the yogurt, and uh, uh, and also and because you know we have to talk to him as a child, and uh, he, we cannot expect that he uh, speak about the universe. You know, right? He, uh, we have to to speak uh, as speaking to a child, and. Um, so his mother had never listened to him calling him uh, calling her mom and for the first time he said uh, a kiss mom imagine how happy she was sure you know? <laughs> that's it really incredible what is this brazilian station and, and i'm sorry did you say this, where no yeah well what what is it how did you discover that you have the researchers and engineers and scientists in the Brazilian station that you had to help? Well, uh, see that every, there is no miracle. Everything uh, comes from the foot of all the parts. For instance, when I started this nearly 30 years ago, uh, there was no uh, Brazilian station. There was uh, nearly nothing because there was no interest from our side yet. So, at the moment that I started to make a movement uh, and started having uh, all the people involved, and uh, I was devoting uh, in, in a very simple magazine that I was producing myself, and etc., this uh, started getting uh, a body. So, uh, the, the station also started growing together uh, with our interest. Uh, there are many places in the world where there is no station yet because there is no interest in the uh, in the uh, on Earth. So, uh, soon at the beginning, I was just making contact with a, um, a man, a, a voice, a male voice. Uh, with the um, German accent, so that I started calling him, as I didn't know his name, who he was, I started calling him Mr. German. <laughs> and uh, yes, and for many, many years, and up to now, I still call him uh, Mr. German, even that now I know who he is, because much later he told me. And so at the beginning, possibly, it was just him and uh, some two or three, but presently, we have a very huge uh, station in the other side because uh, as um, here on Earth, in our region, here in Brazil, we showed a very strong interest. They grew up and uh, these called all the higher uh, entities to support them. So as much as we develop our um, interest, the the station gets stronger and stronger with uh, the support of higher entities. So uh, it is easy to perceive, uh, mainly with the uh, images, recordings, that um, uh, in fact, very, very high entities in knowledge, let's say, and in science skills, are in touch with us because they work in an incredible velocity. They can manage photons. They can create images in front of the camera from nothing. 
just manipulating light. So it is uh, uh, something absurd for our science yet. So I know that the, the station is really huge today, but now, uh, long ago, it wasn't. And I think that these will happen everywhere. Yes, I know Gary Schwartz and Craig Hogan were talking about this. Is this similar to what they're trying to create in the United States with the soul phone? Do you know? Uh, I think that this is a, a different thing. Okay. Uh, I think that, um, uh, yes, there is a, a station being formed in the United States. Um, I think that... Uh, there is a lady, uh, Sherry uh, Prell, who also will be at the event in September. Yes. Uh, she is um, recording and helping. She is making what I have done some years ago. She's helping parents and so on. She's, she doesn't charge. She's a very nice person. I, I had the opportunity to exchange some emails with her. And uh, so she is uh, uh, bringing strength to the American station. And uh, the same that Craig is also uh, linked to. Uh, by, but uh, Dr. Schwartz's idea of the cell phone, I think, is something else. There is no connection with uh, transmission station. I don't know precisely uh, the theoretical basis of his ideas, but I, I, I'm not sure that it is similar to what what we do that's okay i was just curious i believe mm -hmm. in the world you're the only person doing this um I, I maybe i'm wrong but i think from what i understand with the, uh, the brazilian station and from many many people that i've talked to the clarity um, and the volume that these children have come through to talk to their parents is amazing. It yeah, but Sandra, there is something that we have to 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 correct. Okay, uh, it is not me. No, uh, okay. no, it's not me. It is uh, the other side. As I said in the beginning, um, our my importance is very, very, very small. You know, uh, everything is done by them. I. I would never have the least capacity of doing what they do. So uh, I would say that the our spiritual friends here are really incredible. Yes, they are. Not me, you know. I think you're special, Sonia. <laughs> no. <laughs> I understand what you are saying. Have you been able to train other people in the Institute to, if you need a day off, are people getting communication or is it only something when you are there no uh well that's something interesting uh yes uh, i trained many people um gave many workshops and so on but uh mankind is uh, something uh, very difficult to treat because sometimes yes. but <laughs> people eat one day absolutely desperate and uh, you you teach them, and uh, at the time this person gets uh, some uh, console, yeah, well, that's enough, and it ends. You see, it's not something that goes on. Uh, so, uh, yes, many persons can get or got uh, recordings, but maybe not with the same persistence that I have. Because in these years, I have never gave up, uh, even with many difficulties in many times, but uh, I never gave up. But uh, it seems that uh, if the person says, knows that uh, the son or the father is okay, uh, it's enough. You know, so, so it is uh, curious because for me, uh, it is not the point of uh, uh, putting touch a mother with the child, but to 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 these mean uh, uh, universal information. These mean that the spirit doesn't die. It is not that case, that particular case that minds. What minds is uh, that it it is a rule for the universe to survive after death. 
So I think that it is much more important that just to be in touch with my husband, with my father, you know, yes. it is uh, something much greater. Human beings should be aware uh, of this because consciousness is, um, as my point of view, I think that the purpose of our uh, staying on Earth is precisely the development of consciousness. So uh, that is what we are doing here, learning, getting better. Yes. These should be teached, taught in, 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 for children, for them not to get despaired when they uh, lose someone in future, uh, and for respected the other, to be patient with uh, uh, the old people, you know, uh, to respect animals, you know, because they are also consciousness, less developed than ours. But, but even so, it's also consciousness and it has to be respected, you see. But unhappily, mankind is much older with uh, football and uh, dancing and uh, these things, you know. Well, yes, but I do think there are many people interested in this that don't, so. <laughs> that don't know. That's why I feel it's so important for me to talk to so many different people, uh, even yourself. Um, I am so excited to hear you. <laughs> Very excited because people want to know, to know. Not everybody's busy with the football. Some people, yes, uh, but... There are people, and I think a lot of time the pain of grief is what starts people searching. Yes. And then, this. yes, and then maybe hearing from their son or their daughter or whoever will comfort them. But then also they start asking those questions about life and they start learning. Yeah, that's, that is the goal. Wow. How is what you do? different from, uh, well, in the United States, the electronic voice phenomena. I have first tried it with just a digital tape recorder. You have, I would assume, lots of equipment, more so than just someone with a tape recorder. Yes? No, no not no? at all. Oh! No. <laughs> but the opposite. But the opposite. I, I think that as much with uh, with I'm sorry. As much as we develop, uh, simpler the things will, will have to be. For instance, I don't need anything else but a notebook. Nothing else. Uh, that's enough for recording anywhere. So a notebook uh, meaning your notebook computer, just like a laptop, right? Yes, yes. No, that's right. In the United yes. States, a notebook is also the paper that we write on. So I was thinking. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Anti-laptop, uh, yes. So you record on a notebook. Yes, and that is enough. Uh, wow. Not trans images. <laughs> no, yes, that's what I tell you. Uh, when I started, for you to have an idea, when I started, and obviously I made many, many things wrong that was uh, as time passed by, I was observing what was wrong and what was correct and so on. So at the beginning, for instance, when I was still recording with tape recorder, I perceived that they need sound in the the, the space where I was, in a room, let's say. Like background like, noise, white yes, noise? Yes, 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 okay. yes, background noise, yes. So um, I started uh, buying uh, small radios anywhere I went uh, I bought a, a, a small radio. So in one day, I had 19 small radios playing in the room while I was recording. Wow. And I was getting mad with such a noise, you know. But, okay, it functioned. But it, it was uh, very dirty. So I perceived that uh, that was ma making, that what was making, it was uh, incorrect. It was wrong. So I started diminishing the, the equipment. And so I tell you, just the laptop is enough. Do you have background noise? Yes, uh, that is an absolutely necessary. Otherwise, they will not have condition to express uh, as per the way they record here with me. You know, they uh, may 
uh, exist other types of transmissions, but with me, yes. And uh, to, to maintain it very under uh, scientific parameters, I, uh, I uh, discovered a way to prepare the sound source so that it has absolutely no uh, distinguished word, so you cannot absolutely understand anything. Uh, an, an engineer, friend of ours, our institute, uh, developed um, a program to broke the the voice, so that uh, I use this sound source, uh, all broken with no sense, and to record. Yes, it is important to have uh, a sound source in our space because they, on the other side, in the other realm, will manipulate that noise into words is that correct yes that is it uh we would say that they will reorganize reorganize yes that sound into another uh in, into uh, an intelligible uh sentencing uh, so that crowded noisy will become a clear sentence okay uh these uh, an important thing uh, to say about this is the following. Uh, this may sound uh, um, somewhat strange for persons who are not used to, to this research, uh, but it is incredible. But there is uh, already on Earth uh, a system um, created uh, nearly 20 years ago uh, which is called is uh, granular uh, uh, no, granular synthesis theory. This can be found any, uh, at the internet very easily. It is um, a, a theory used by musicians who can um, destroy, let's say, a sound, and they recompose a new music with this broken sound. This is the theory of granular uh, synthesis. So, uh, let's say that in future, uh, mankind will come to the point where our spirit friends are nowadays. They can reorganize the sounds in real time as this theory is already showing uh, a direction, you know. We are still very poor. Uh, these um, experiments of these musicians is still very poor, but in future, with the development, it will come the possibility of doing what our spirit friends are doing nowadays. Sonia, have you heard other things than voices? For instance, have you heard music playing? Have you heard dogs barking? Anything other than just the human voice? Well, these are other two teams. <laughs> uh, for instance, when I want the the communicator to sing, I put the music as sound source, mm -hmm. and it is incredible. But the, he will sing. As for instance, in Enrico's um, audio files that I, I sent to you, there are two or three in which he sings. And he sings because I put a, a, a music for him to sing. And I then I asked uh, Enrico, please talk to your mom, uh, but sing to me. And he did. Uh, so that is um, how they can sing. And about barking, uh, it is also very interesting. I made some experiments uh, to talk, to communicate with dogs and cats. Uh, because uh, I, under my uh, idea, consciousness is uh, also in, in, in with them, so they can also communicate even in a poor way. So what I did, I prepared a, a sound source of barkings, just barking, you know, mm -hmm. and put this sound and started uh, communicating with some deceased dogs and 
it is amazing. If you want, I can send you some samples. It's amazing. Yes. Because the, the barking uh, are uh, transformed into um, uh, words, not as clear, but you see that the barking is not barking only anymore, but it has uh, um, uh, an information added as a reply. And what's what called my attention in these recordings with animals is that they usually reply in first person. They say, for instance, uh, I miss my owner. I miss. It is not someone else that is, is speaking on his behalf. Do you understand? Yes. It is I miss. Uh, 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 uh. So they mean that they emphasize that uh, it is in the first person. They are speaking by themselves. The, the dog is speaking. The cat is speaking. And this is something that in future, I'm sure that will be proved so that they can uh, discover that consciousness is in under very different stages. For instance, we have our stage of human beings. One day we will be gods. We will be much more than what we are today. Our consciousness individually will increase, will get better. And at this moment, the animals are what we already were long ago, uh, when we also were under development. So uh, not only they deserve all respect over our race, but uh, uh, we should help them to develop their consciousness. And yes, they can communicate. I love that. Any one of us <laughs> who has had a pet knows how much love we have for them. And yes. our grief can be just as painful when we lose a dog or a cat or a rabbit or a bird or a mouse, whatever kind of pet you may have. So that's important. Yeah, yeah. Sonia, I think... It's, oh, go ahead. No, no, just uh, to, to, to conclude, conclude this. Uh, yes, I, I think that uh, uh, what I'm doing today, I think it is just a beginning, you know. I think that in future, all that I'm doing will be uh, very, um, we'll get specialization such as the communication with animals, exp uh, communication with the living ones, with the diseased ones. So it is just a beginning, but uh, I think that uh, I'm just showing that, uh, yes, this is real. Yes. Now, our, our how do I say this? Uh, we are so, our souls are so intelligent. So if we have someone right now who might be lying in a hospital bed with cancer and they cannot speak, or mm -hmm. someone with uh, dementia who cannot speak, or a child with autism that cannot speak, are we, will they understand us if we are able to speak to them, even though we may not be able to hear them communicate? Do we yes. continue to speak with them? Yes, obviously, this is, is, is extremely important because um, um, not only I, I am doing this with instrumental transcommunication, but uh, there are some medical doctors who are um, making tests with coma patients, for instance. Um, and uh, it was published by BBC of London, a very uh, interesting results to be tainted by a, um, a PhD doctor, um, uh, Owens, Dr. Owen, and uh, he spoke to a coma patient uh, inside a um, uh, MRI uh, exam uh, machine. Mm -hmm. um, 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 I don't know, it's a MRI. I, I yes, suppose. MRI, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that the, uh, he, the doctor, was speaking to this coma patient that was in coma for some years already, and uh, at the time, uh, he put the questions to the, the coma patient, uh, asked him, uh, manipulating the, the, let's say, the blood, uh, the blood in the, the brain, showed in the resonance uh, results that the patient was perfectly hearing and understanding what the doctor was saying. So, uh, the coma patient was unable to communicate because of his damaged brain, but his consciousness was absolutely uh, perfect. 
So it is not uh, this part of uh, medical uh, research is also coming to the same conclusion, you know. Yes. Oh, Sonia, I think it's so wonderful. You said earlier, never give up, or maybe you didn't, and I heard that in my mind. But I see you for almost 30 years being a person that just doesn't give up. You keep looking, you keep exploring, and with that, you have the team, the uh, Brazilian station, saying, if she's not giving up, we're not giving up. And so to see how much technology can bloom and and how fast it can happen and 28 years may seem like a long time but i think you have put in the groundwork for so much more to be developed yeah uh, but i think that uh, you see uh, something that we we learn with all these is that uh, technology our technology is absolutely not important because the technology technology that functions is theirs you know so you may have a nasa nasa uh, equipment here yes. and not it happen but uh, what uh, i think that the great difficulty the other side finds uh, on on our side is uh, to find honest persons serious persons uh, determined persons that will not give up after a week you know uh, so it is not the, the equipment because the equipment it is theirs in their side that functions it is their technology their um, knowledge not ours uh, but you know mankind is uh, just uh, uh, in childhood uh, uh, we have to be patient and uh, we do sonia i know i want results right away immediately it's hard to invest yeah. 2 years of recording yes and i would have given up probably two weeks so for yes. you i am proud of you for going two years you. before you got the first recording sonia do you have and you can maybe send me this after if you would like to send the sound files of the dog but do you have any yes. of the pictures that you received from the video is there anything like that Yes, of course. Oh, of uh, course, uh, she uh, says, uh, of course. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. In, in the, the file I sent to you, maybe you didn't have the opportunity to, to okay. see it, it because it is was long, I know. But uh, it happened something very, very amazing. Uh, at the, 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 when I recorded with Enrico, uh, I recorded first voices. I was speaking to him and so on. And he was sleeping and so on. Uh his mother had sent to me uh, a picture of Enrico and uh, uh, her son and her together and so on. So I put in front of my camera the picture of uh, Enrico's mother and him, the baby, uh, side by side, and started filming this picture. So I was recording a video of a photo, right? Right. You, you can imagine that a photo will not change. Right. Right. That is the obvious, obvious. But it changes, not only changes, but it, uh, see, this very interesting uh, case, it is already in, with you. You can, uh, uh, if you can separate this part, if you wanted to, to, to add it to your, to your site and so, uh, Please feel free to use it as you want. Thank you. You can, uh, you 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 see. I can also see the uh, send the video if you want, and uh, you will see in real time that the picture, uh, the boy and the mother. The boy remains all the time the same, but the mother becomes a priest, wow. and. After I perceived that the priest was some someone that I knew, and this priest died about 100 years ago, and he was a, a Brazilian scientist who discovered the radio before Marconi. So uh, he is presently one of the co coordinators of the transmission station. This uh, this priest is called Roberto Landel de Moura. And um, uh, it was amazing because it was the first time that this priest appeared 
and it was uh, it appeared over uh, Enrico's mother in the picture, and you see it live. So it, I think it, it you see it is something that we cannot say that it, it could be done by humans. No. This could fake. It is impossible because it, it is it would be so, so difficult. Uh, to 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 fake that it it would be so uh, such a work for nothing you know so you see that it is real and the only uh, very high entities with high technology could make such changes in real time so uh, I can send you any example you yes, want yes <laughs> I would love that and for you who is listening right now by the time you hear this there will be some sound clips, and maybe even some video. I will figure out the technology to have this on YouTube. So after we close this episode with Sonia, if you continue to watch this, I will put this on YouTube, we will put some uh, audio and hopefully some video. I'll see if I can figure the technology. I'm sure I can. Anyway, Sonia, um, if people wanted to get if this interests people, would you have a recommendation how people could start uh, doing this or finding out more? Um, well, um, well, in September, in the event, uh, I'll be there in in Phoenix, in Scottsdale, yes, uh, Arizona. Um, and uh, if anyone would like to talk to me, I would be pleased. Uh, I'll be showing uh, images, everything, uh, with living, with dead, deceased, everything. And um, uh, but if they are, and also um, I know that uh, that lady, uh, I think she lives in New York. Oh, Sherry Pearl. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Sherry Pearl. She'll be there, and she will make. a work uh, workshop for recordings, uh, so that uh, if person wanted to to learn, may may have watched her workshop, and uh, if they have any doubt, I'd be pleased to to help. Wonderful. And um, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. And I have. I'm sorry. No, I'm excited. Go ahead. You can finish speaking. Uh, yeah. No, I just say that uh, I have. Uh, Two ebooks at Amazon, uh, at Amazon site, so that if the person is is interested, but unhappily, uh, both are in Portuguese, <laughs> so it won't to not help too much. But it was just uh, um, uh, the one who uh, in which I teach how to record, uh, but it, unhappily it is in Portuguese. Oh, it is okay. No problem. I thank you, first of all, for doing this interview in English. I thank you for the work that you do. I thank you, thank you for the dedication you have. I have heard from many people, Sonia, that when we die, we have a life review. We hear this all the time. Yes. And, and you see the impact that you have on other people's lives. And I believe with all of my heart, when that time comes for you, you will see the thousands of people's lives that you've touched, the hope that you have given people, including parents, the joy you've been able to help people feel again, and and that it is a most beautiful thing. You are a beautiful woman. I am so grateful to meet you on the on Skype right now and I'm very excited to meet you in September. Well, I thank you so much for your words, Sandra. I just hope that uh, your listeners can uh, have understood what I said <laughs> because of my English. Yes. <laughs> it is just fine. We understand the words, we understand your passion. And also, I do have some friends that wrote to me from Australia that they said they cannot go to the symposium in September. But if anyone goes to afterlifestudies.org, I recommend uh, that you go follow the link to the Afterlife Research and Education Institute and join. I think it's only 25 US dollars to join. And to be on the, you get to be on the mailing list and so that you will continue to find out information about what's happening in the world 
of communication um, between what do you say between the realms I suppose yeah. uh, and it's a beautiful thing so the day will come that this is common that people realize that that their loved ones are not gone they just may be invisible but people understand that life is for the development of consciousness yes yes and uh, you you make a great uh, work too Sandra uh, I think that when you die you also see the beautiful work you have done your life so you are uh, my congratulations to you too thank you Sonia I encourage all of us to find your passion because it is so easy to do what we love and to share. So just find it and share with others. So thank you to Sonia Rinaldi, who has been our guest today. Her website is ipati.org, which is I-P-A-T-I dot org. So I'd like you to continue listening after the closing music because I've attached onto this episode some sound clips from the recordings that Sonia has done. So thank you for listening and we'll see you soon. Here the deceased girl Amanda says to her mother, I love you. In Portuguese, eu te amo. At the end of a recording, I was saying goodbye to our spiritual friends and I am thanking them. And when I finish, a strong, powerful voice sings to me. Minha irmã, muito obrigado. That means, my sister, many thanks. Um beijo para você, para os nossos amigos. His mother, he says, A kiss, mom. And when I say to him, Oh, you love your mother, don't you? He replies, I already said that. Because, in fact, some audios before he had mentioned that he loved his mother. <laughs> E da mamãe, hein? Você adora mamãe, né? Here, Malu says, Sente hoje que o destino te controla a vida. That means, I feel today that the destiny or fate controls your life. At that moment of the recording, I was talking to deceased female cat called Lara, 
and I asked her if she was uh, with another cat, Nino, who also would uh, reply the same day. And after my question, she said, Eu tô, that means I am, meaning that she was, in fact, with Nino aside her. Sara, você tá com o outro gatinho, Ninho, tá aí com você também? Here I was talking to the deceased female dog, Fifi, and uh, I just said that she's beautiful, and uh, she replied, Today is a part day, party day. In Portuguese, hoje é festa. Fifi, você é muito linda, viu, querida?